Welcome to this Monday episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. It's a pleasure to be with you here to kick off this new work week. Uh, We have a lot of ground to cover on today's program right now. As you and I are here chatting, as you're about halfway through the workday, the senators are right now uh, voicing their either support or disapproval of Amy Coney Barrett. Before you go to bed tonight, before you lay your head down to sleep, there will very likely be a new associate justice confirmed to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. From the floor of the Senate, these senators have been voicing their views in favor and against the confirmation of President Trump's nomination to replace the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. She's received the needed vote from the Senate Judiciary Committee, and tonight the Senate will very likely vote to confirm. The two senators from the great state of Utah have each had their chance to speak, and both have indicated their strong support for the nominee and their intention to vote in favor this evening. I want to share with you some of the points made by Senators Lee and Romney because each of them presented rationale and insight that, honestly, I hadn't before considered. In fact, uh, Senator Lee, uh, he poses a a question, and we'll get to that in a moment, Uh, but the question very basically is which of the three branches of government is the most dangerous? Uh, We're going to dive into uh, Utah's current senators and where they stand in just a moment, but before we get there, I want to share with you, uh, this just came across, uh, published by Fox News. It's an opinion piece drafted by Senator Orrin Hatch, uh, the predecessor to Senator Romney. And the headline reads, Orrin Hatch, Amy Coney Barrett deserves to be confirmed. She's one of the most impressive nominees I've ever seen. Subheadline, Judge Barrett is much more than just an impressive jurist. She's an impressive person. Now, why listen to Senator Hatch weigh in on this? You know, he uh, won't be voting tonight. He's uh, not a senator, no longer. Uh, But listen to this. And I hadn't really... Uh, grasped this and his involvement in the confirmation of uh, Supreme Court justices. Listen to this uh, sentence from his piece. I participated in the confirmation of every justice from Sandra Day O'Connor in 1981 to Brett Kavanaugh in 2018. And I can say without question that Judge Barrett was as impressive as any nominee I have ever seen. That includes such luminaries as Antonin Scalia, William Rehnquist, and the justice she has been nominated to replace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, whom I recommended to President Bill Clinton as a nominee way back in 1993. You may have known that previously, but it was news to me as I read this piece published again in Fox News by Senator Orrin Hatch that it was, uh, it was, a, it was a recommendation uh, from Senator Hatch that may have in part informed the decision to nominate uh, her for the Supreme Court in 93 by uh, President Clinton. Fascinating backstory. Anyway, uh, let's get to the present. Senator Romney uh, this morning uh, on the floor of the Senate, he spoke first. I rise today to express my support for the confirmation of Judge Amy Coney Barrett as an associate justice of the Supreme Court. We'll get back to his comments after the commercial break. But first, I want to ask you a question that came up during Senator Mike Lee's time at the microphone. He brought it up, uh, brought up a concept that I had never before considered. He asked, which of the three branches of government is the most dangerous? I have never thought about the branches in terms of their danger. Uh, But is it the legislative branch? Is it the executive branch, the judicial branch? I took a, an informal poll in the newsroom here the, this morning before the program began, and the most common response to that question was that the judicial branch 
was the most dangerous. Those I spoke with talked about lifetime appointments, and uh, and so few members when compared to the numbers of members of Congress and the president's cabinet, right? There are only nine of them. Well, eight right now uh, and very likely to grow to nine tomorrow. So few, so small in numbers when compared to Congress and the president's cabinet and support staff. Well, here's what Senator Lee had to say about that question. Sometimes when people refer to the three branches of the federal government, uh, they'll get it backwards. Sometimes people will refer to the judicial branch as if it were the most powerful. This gets it exactly backwards. He continues here to explain his view. It was designed to be, and in fact is, the least dangerous branch of the three branches. That's not to say that it's not dangerous at all. Government generally is something that, while necessary, is also dangerous. Just like water or fire or wind or oxygen or any of the things that we depend upon from our, for our day-to-day existence. Okay, so Senator Lee views the legislative branch as uh, the, the, the most dangerous, uh, the judicial branch as the least dangerous. So now we're left with the two remaining branches. Where does Senator Lee view uh, the, the most dangerous? The reason I say that the judicial branch is the least dangerous of the three is that it doesn't possess the power to say what should be, only what is. The power of the legislative branch where we serve is the most dangerous of the three because we've got the power to prohibit conduct. We've got the power to prescribe policy. We make the law. Here now are Senator Lee's views on the executive branch and where it falls in its relative dangerousness. Second most dangerous power is probably that which is held in the executive branch. It's been made more dangerous over the last 80 years as Democrats and Republicans alike have ceded more power to the executive branch, voluntarily relinquishing the role which is uniquely, distinctively, and by constitutional mandate, ours. You may right now be asking yourself, okay, well, where does this fit in in his rationale for supporting Amy Coney Barrett to be confirmed by the Senate uh, and assume her position as an associate justice of the Supreme Court? We'll get to that in just a moment. But the point he brought up there about the executive branch and where it has uh, derived its power over, eh, let's say, the last 80 years or so, it is that the Congress, and this is a, a view held by uh, by many. In fact, uh, it was uh, Speaker Ryan, uh, former House Speaker Ryan, who I know uh, did much to try to reassert some of the authorities that Congress had ceded over to the executive branch. We see so much done by executive order, uh, executive fiat, unilateral decisions coming from the White House. I'll have you know, it has not always been that way. It has not always been the case that the the president uh, has been so empowered to make such unilateral decisions. And uh, and while the the while Senator Lee here still believes that the judicial or rather the legislative branch is uh, more dangerous than the executive branch or has the potential to do uh, more damage than the executive branch, he does concede that, well, uh, some of that power has shifted and some of that has shifted and and as he views it uh, inappropriately so. Anyway, uh, Senator Lee brings all of this up to highlight what he views as the fundamental understanding held by Judge Barrett of the importance of resisting what he calls the siren call to grasp for power, specifically when it comes to resisting the urge to legislate from the bench. But the judicial branch possesses neither the power of the purse nor the power of the sword. We've got the power of the purse. We spend the money. We prescribe the policy. The executive branch has the power to implement, enforce, and execute the laws, hence the power of the sword. The judicial branch possesses only the power 
to decide what the law says. In that respect, it's operating as if through a rearview mirror. It's not saying what will come or what should be, but what already is. All right. So that's that. Those uh, were in part the words shared by Senator Mike Lee just this morning from the floor of the U.S. Senate as he voiced his support of the confirmation vote this evening for justice. uh, Well, maybe. (laughs) Uh, nominee uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Is he right about this, his breakdown of which of the three branches of government is the most or least dangerous? Is he right? Is the judiciary the least dangerous? Is Congress the most dangerous with the presidency sandwiched in between? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. 57500. I'd love to hear what you think. Which is the most dangerous? If that question is even appropriate, is Which of the three branches is the most dangerous? Weigh in. Let me know. We're going to take a break right now. And when we return, we're going to hear from Senator Mitt Romney as he takes to the floor speaking in favor of a confirmation vote for Judge Amy Coney Barrett this evening in the United States Senate. Coming up on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Throughout the morning and into the early afternoon, senators have had, United States senators have had the opportunity to share their views of the nomination process and the pending confirmation vote of Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Utah's own Senator Mitt Romney has enjoyed an added measure of attention as his views on the nomination timing and the ultimate Senate floor vote were not necessarily certain from the time Senator McConnell and the president made it clear they each planned to move forward with the replacement of Justice Ginsburg in an expeditious fashion. Senator Romney, though, did put that to rest early when he tweeted uh, on October 15th his view that Judge Barrett is, quote, exceptionally well qualified to serve on the Supreme Court and I intend to vote in support of her confirmation. Well, today, just this morning from the floor of the Senate, he reiterated that support. I rise today to express my support for the confirmation of Judge Amy Coney Barrett as an associate justice of the Supreme Court. He then spent the next five and a half minutes or so elaborating on his support and also offering some observations as to the importance of judicial independence. Uh, Here he is elaborating on his support of Judge Barrett. She's exceptionally intelligent, academically astute, and impeccably credentialed. She has a record of sound opinions and temperament as a judge on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. Her life experiences provide her with valuable perspective and evident wisdom. Perhaps most important, she is a woman of unquestionable character and integrity, the presence of which is essential to our nation as the confidence of the court itself is in the balance. I will be honored to vote to confirm her nomination. At this point in Senator Romney's address, he then took the opportunity to speak more broadly about division that he has observed and the need to bolster the legitimacy of the Supreme Court as other institutions see their reputations degraded. Mr. President, I also rise to address my concern regarding the division and contempt for others that is growing among many of our citizens. He points here to a reason for the division as he sees it. The causes of this malady are many and varied, but one to which I draw attention is the declining trust held by the citizenry in our many institutions. A democratic republic is highly dependent upon the confidence of its people in the institutions that lie at its foundation. These include churches, schools, governments at all levels, the press, corporations, markets, and most relevant today, 
the justice system, and the courts. All right. Senator Romney now here details the specific threats to our Democratic Republic when confidence in these institutions wanes. Absent public confidence in these institutions, a Democratic Republic will not thrive or perhaps endure. Fortunately, the Supreme Court enjoys a great deal of respect from the American people. Unfortunately, the third branch may be one of the few institutions of our democratic republic that is not experiencing a collapse in public trust. Our churches have been diminished by scandal and by politicization. Trust in local law enforcement has fallen as we've witnessed some officers who have sworn to protect our communities endanger the lives of citizens. While this is particularly true for citizens of color, the demonstrations by millions of Americans are evidence that the distrust is broadly shared. Trust in the FBI and the intelligence community, long admired for their integrity and professionalism, has withered with the attacks by politicians from both parties, though admittedly my party has been the more vocal. Let me ask you this. The senator there, and again, this is during his remarks delivered from the Senate floor here this morning uh, regarding his support and announcing his intention, again announcing his intention to this evening when given the opportunity vote to confirm the nomination of Judge Barrett to the Supreme Court, making her an associate justice. He is making a, a few assertions, and I wonder if you agree with them. And it has to do with our confidence in various institutions. Specifically, he made reference to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Where does your confidence in the FBI stand right now? Do you think that uh, things have been mishandled? Do you think that questions of, let's say, cybersecurity uh, and the threat thereof looming over the election, has the FBI uh, responded appropriately? How about other investigations that are in the hands of the the FBI right now? Uh, You know, not to go down this road too far, but uh, the FBI is, as I understand it, investigating uh, that laptop, right? The one alleged to have belonged to uh, Hunter Biden. Do you have confidence in that institution? How about law enforcement? Do you have confidence in the uh, the broad institution of law enforcement, either police departments or sheriff's offices around the country? The senator here says that uh, much of that confidence has degraded. And he credits members of his own party for contributing to that degradation. Hmm. Uh, The words, the remarks from the senator on the floor of the Senate, they continue. uh, This time here, as the senator has done in the past, he makes reference to frustrations he has with the president and also the press. What a message it sends when the president accepts the word of the Russian president rather than the conclusions of our intelligence agencies. Even the CDC and the FDA have fallen in credibility, due both to inevitable human error and to blistering political attacks. The free press is not only protected by the Constitution, it's critical to the preservation of democracy. Here, too, charges of fake news and claims that the press is the enemy of the people, worsened by the media's constant amplification of divisiveness, have so diminished the trust many Americans have in the media that they instead believe bizarre, anonymous conspiracy theories on the Internet. As the senator drew towards the end of his six-minute address on the floor of the Senate, Senator Romney talks in terms of history and the crucial need for the Supreme Court to retain its perceived legitimacy. 
Now more than at any other time during my lifetime, it's essential that the Supreme Court retain the trust of the nation. It may be one of the very few, if not the only, of the institutions in which the great majority of Americans have confidence. That's why Judge Barrett's integrity, wisdom, and commitment to the rule of law is so important. She will be critical to the preservation of the public's perception of the the legitimacy of the court. In conclusion, and I want to share this with you, it's important. In conclusion, Senator Romney talks about a scenario in which the Supreme Court would weigh in on the outcome of a presidential election. Consideration of institutional legitimacy has long been a factor in the court's deliberations. But I would argue that this factor should be given even greater weight today, as so many of our other institutions are diminished and under attack. This would be particularly true were the court called upon to decide a matter that would determine the outcome of a presidential election. In my view, it is of paramount importance that such a decision follow the law and the Constitution where it leads, regardless of the outcome, and thereby be beyond reproach, clearly non-political, and preferably unanimous. The integrity and the strength of our Supreme Court has always been a delicate dance. Its legitimacy is almost entirely born from our confidence in the institution. And so, as the senator discussed, uh, the FBI and law enforcement, let me advance the question and put it to you. Do you have confidence in our Supreme Court? I'll tell you uh, straight up that I do. Quick break. When we return, we'll be speaking with the president of the Utah State Senate, Stuart Adams. President Adams will be my guest. We're going to talk about how they intend to return to order this next legislative session, how they're going to do so safely in the era of COVID. Details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.